this be one of the best moments of your life. You're listening to the Business Mirror Podcast for a broader look on business with Senior Editor Dennis Estopase. Good day. Welcome to the Business Mirror BM Broader Look Podcast. Today we podcast the Broader Look story titled Global Shipment Issues, Additional Shocks to Philippine Food Supply Chain. The story was written by Business Mirror reporter Jasper Emanuel Arcalas and was published on May 6, 2021. For the text version online, please go to the Business Mirror website and search for Broader Look. For the print edition, please read the Business Mirror newspaper. Let's get on with the story. It would take about a foot for a spoonful of food to reach the mouth. To reach the dining table, it's farther than that. Nearly 10,000 nautical miles, 9,629 to be exact. That is the distance between the port of Rotterdam, Europe's largest seaport, and the Manila International Container Terminal, the Philippines' busiest port. That is also the exact distance it takes for a container of pork products from the world's top exporter of pork to arrive in the world's ninth biggest consumer of pork meat. Vice versa, it's also the same mileage that shipments of virgin coconut oil from the Philippines, one of two of the world's largest exporters, cover upon reaching Europe. Prior to the pandemic year, it takes about a month to a month and a half at an average to complete one delivery, either of pork from Europe to the Philippines or coconut oil from the Philippines to Europe. Today, it takes an eternity of sort. The grounding of the ever given at the Suez Canal in March would have been a fly in the ointment on top of the persisting global shipping problems that stem from COVID-19-related lockdowns and problems that started late last year. After some economies such as China and the United States reopened in the latter part of 2020, global trade took one hellacious ride, lack of shipping vessels and container imbalance. Since most of the vessels and containers were docked in the West after global trade was put on halt due to the pandemic, importers and exporters had to scramble how to source their logistical needs. The scrambling led from one problem to another. It has shaken industries and their captains on how to thrive amid today's uncertainties, the delayed shipping arrivals, and near-record high freight costs. For the Philippines, a country that is not considered a major trading port in the global trade, these problems mean a myriad of headaches. Royal Cargo Incorporated Chief Operating Officer Jet Ambalada was straightforward about it. The country is facing a perfect storm. Ambalada told the Business Mirror that the Philippines is facing shipping and logistics problems citing the delays in Europe due to COVID-19 and challenges such as lockdowns. Ambalada said they are encountering two weeks to a month delays in arrivals. Ambalada explained that the problem in the global shipping industry stemmed last year when the global economy ground to a halt as the virus risked those operating the gears of the trade. Due to lockdown measures, the number of drivers and ship captains allowed to work were pared down and vessels and containers were grounded in major ports like those in Europe and the United States. However, when global trade gained a bit of momentum last year, the shipping industry was overwhelmed with orders from developed countries. This resulted to a container imbalance. Countries that are not major shipping points or routes like the Philippines were at the losing end, Ambalada told the Business Mirror. 
Ang balada added that container turnaround is also delayed due to lack of drivers in Europe, which is experiencing its third wave of COVID-19 with the spread of more transmissible variants. Ambalada said huge economies like China, Singapore, and the United States have been more aggressive in terms of imports and exports, thus raising further concerns on the bulk of available vessels and containers in the world. Ambalada said the major problem is that the transshipment points are already congested. For example, Ambalada said Singapore and China ports are congested since these countries are sourcing a lot of raw materials. Due to this situation, shipping costs for exports have increased by tenfold, with outbound shipments being delayed by a month to three months at worst, Ambalada pointed out. Ambalada said the cost of shipping one dry container from Manila to the European Union has ballooned to $5,000 from the previous $800. A one foot container from Manila to the United States' west coast used to cost only about a maximum of $1,000. It's now hitting $5,000. Inter-Asia shipping rates have also ballooned to unprecedented levels with Philippines to China costing now as much as $2,000 from the previous rate of $200 since the Philippines is outside the preferred routes of shipping companies, Ambalada said. Ambalada added the Philippines is being outbid by its neighbors who can afford $5,000. The question is, who can bite the bullet among Philippine exporters? Instead of catering to the Philippines, the vessels will just go to China and route to Europe since they can pay higher, Ambalada said. Increase in shipping costs of importing goods from Europe and the United States to the Philippines is insignificant, Ambalada told the Business Mirror. Ambalada said they started to experience these problems in the last quarter of 2020 after countries like China started to buy more imports and were able to jumpstart their economy again amid the pandemic. Hence, exporting more goods than any other country. Felix Ishizuka, President and CEO of Reefer Filipinas Express Line Incorporated, said it is undeniable that the industry was overwhelmed when demand surged in the latter half of last year. It is always supply and demand, Ishizuka said. Obviously, the demand went up and the container supply is scarce in every port due to congestion, Ishizuka added. Also contributing to the delays, Ishizuka said, are the rules of countries to quarantine cargo and shipments in a bid to prevent the spread of COVID-19. China, for example, is getting heavy congestion for fresh produce. Normally, they do not quarantine these. But now, Ishizuka said, every container must undergo a minimum of three days. That is obviously going to pile up, he said. Ishizuka explained that the unavailability of space is felt across all segments of the shipping industry, from dry cargo containers, brake bulk, to reefers. Mr. Ishizuka pointed out that the cost of renting a reefer ship has now skyrocketed to $25,000 per day, from the cost recorded in June last year of $9,000 to $10,000 per day. Freight cost is crazy right now, Ishizuka said. It is now at a level never seen before, never seen these reefer ship prices in the last 15 years of the industry, Mr. Ishizuka told the Business Mirror. He added that the most affected businesses are the small players who ship five containers at maximum. Consumers ultimately suffered and still suffer as rising freight costs and other additional costs are just passed on to them, Christopher Ilagan told the Business Mirror. Mr. Ilagan is the Agribusiness Committee co-chairman of the American Chamber of Commerce of the Philippines. 
Generally speaking, Mr. Ilagan said the global shipping and or logistics issues the Philippines faces today affect the cost-effectiveness and efficiency of its supply chains. Mr. Ilagan said the rising freight costs ultimately put pressure on general consumer prices as these are often just passed on to the consumers. Ilagan said some of their members have been seeing delays in their imports and exports ranging from a few weeks to a few months, forcing them to create new ways of coping with these realities. One such coping mechanism comes in the form of building up buffer stocks, and Mr. Ilagan said this has clear implications on working capital and warehouse costs. Mr. Ilagan added they observed that another way of coping has to do with shippers getting creative with intermodal transport options. He cited as example that from the traditional full reliance on ocean shipping, from origin to destination, some shippers considered a mix of utilizing air freight to get to a transshipment site that can accommodate a shorter delivery time to the final destination port via sea. Ilagan said it is becoming clear that the fastest countries that would reach herd immunity against COVID-19 would emerge faster in the new normal of global trade, thus reaping the benefits of the global economic restart. Because of this uneven return to the new normal, it wouldn't be surprising that the laggard countries may find themselves having difficulties coping with shipment and logistics delays and elevated costs, Ilagan told the Business Mirror. The global container imbalance and lack of vessels have caused shipments of meat imports to arrive in about three to four months. This could derail the Duterte government's plan to bring in cheaper imported protein sources through its pork tariff reduction and increase in the minimum access volume, or MAV. Meat Importers and Traders Association President Jesus Cham told the business mayor they are now looking at three months to four months of arrival. Cham said there's a lot of congestion caused by the COVID-19 pandemic. He added this has created an imbalance in trade, with containers going one way and the others returning without a backload. Cham said that North America is also reeling from the impact of severe winters that have slowed down movement of people, trucks, and cargoes in the West. Cham has warned that given the delays in shipments, the government's pork tariff reduction to as low as 5% for in-quota volume and 15% for out-quota volume may not be maximized. Ambalada, who is also a director of the Philippine Association of Meat Processors Incorporated, warned that the current shipping and logistics problem is worsened by the challenge of sourcing raw materials for food manufacturers. Furthermore, delays in arrival of imported goods may pose food security problems for the country, Mr. Ambalada added. For example, meat processors are now struggling to import mechanically deboned meat of chicken since the country lost about 60% of its import source after the government slapped temporary blanket bans on European countries over bird flu concerns, Ambalada explained. Mr. Ambalada said if this situation would not be eased or resolved, then the Philippines is up for a looming major food shortage. A staff at the Philippine Coconut Authority told the Business Mirror that coconut oil exporters are booking their shipments in advance, about two weeks to a month before target shipment date, as a stopgap solution to the ongoing global container and vessel imbalance. The person familiar with Philippine Coconut Authority operations pointed out that the impact of these problems were greatly noted in July last year when the country's coconut oil exports dropped to its lowest at 7,863.15 metric tons. 
The source said trade and industry officials are looking into the problem and may come up with a solution to mitigate the impact on one of the country's top agricultural exports. The global logistical problem adds another problem to the country's coconut oil exports that has been suffering from supply issues in the past three years. Philippine Statistics Authority data showed that the total value of the country's coconut oil exports last year declined by 9.1% to $846 million despite a rebound in prices. A Global Agricultural Information Network or GAIN report projected that the country's coconut oil exports in market years 2021 and 2022 will continue to decline for the third straight year due to logistical problems from importing countries as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic. The GAIN report noted that the country's top markets for its coconut oil are Europe and the United States, which have been reeling from the impact of global shipping issues. The GAIN report, prepared by the U.S. Department of Agriculture's Foreign Agricultural Service in Manila, estimated that coconut oil exports from October to September of next year would decline to 875,000 metric tons from 925,000 metric tons recorded in the previous market year. Philippine banana exporters are also reeling from rising shipping costs and shipment delays, which they estimate may slash the country's profit from the priced yellow fruit by at least 15%. The Filipino Banana Growers and Exporters Association, or PBJ, said the rising shipping costs brought about by the global shipping problem is further eroding the already tight margins of exporters in all markets. PBJ Chairman Alberto Bacani told the Business Mirror that their shipping costs have increased by 15-20% to 20% compared to last year's average quotations. For example, Bakani said the cost of shipping a container of bananas to Saudi Arabia has increased to $3,000 from the usual quotation of $2,600. Due to this, Bakani noted that profits by the industry this year would be slashed by double-digit rates. Bakani said that with market prices generally staying the same year-on-year, the rise in shipping costs have eroded the already tight margins of banana exporters in all markets. Worse, the rise in cost is coupled by shipping delays from Davao to the Middle East, with shipments arriving within 30 days to 33 days from the usual average of 25 days, Bakani told the Business Mirror. Mr. Bakani further explained that the transit delay was caused by the continued spillover effect from the port congestions in China and Singapore, which started at the end of 2020. The congestion, Bakani pointed out, resulted to feeder vessels missing scheduled connecting dates with the intended mother vessels in Singapore and Sheku. This congestion has affected all shipping lines from Davao since all of them rely on the same feeder vessel service from Davao offered by the CMA and RCL. Mr. Bakani told the Business Mirror, this means all banana exporters from Davao are equally affected by the delayed transit time. Thank you for listening to the Business Mirror Podcast. For a broader look on business, follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Business Mirror. Until next time.